0: Hello everybody, my name is Enrico Vannucci. I am a short film advisor and programmer. This is Short Talk, a podcast by Talking Shorts. In each episode I will meet with a professional from the short film circuit. We will talk about their work, careers and festivals. It's time to discover our guests for today's episode. Just after the intro. Emilia, welcome to the show.
1: Hello, Enrico. Um,
0: well, as usual, I would like to, you to ask, yeah, ask you to uh, say your full name, your role and the organization you work with.
1: Emilia Magic, Festival Director at Short Waves Festival.
0: Okay, so we need to start uh, with a little bit of background, because we were supposed to have this chat live, face to face, in Poznan, uh, like last week and now we are having that uh through internet on skype and due to the coronavirus so um we are gonna talk about a festival that didn't happen due to the lockdown and it was one of the first events that didn't happen uh but uh first of all um i would like to know a little bit more about what is short waves
1: So, um, shortways festival is a international short film festival that takes place in Poznań, in Poland. It's a very cozy location because we are exactly on the middle of the road between Warsaw and Berlin. So it gives us nice opportunity to bring guests from all over the world. And uh, the festival had 12 editions, uh, or maybe the 12th edition was supposed to happen last week but unfortunately it had to be postponed uh, until mid-august this year Um, and i would say that we are a very young and creative also very fast developing um, film festival with maybe strong identity um recognizable um, competition program and uh, quite nice and uh, loyal audience um, which usually makes this festival week a very nice celebration of short cinema.
0: I have to say it's one of my favorite festivals to go, actually. So (laughs) it's, uh, yeah, no, uh, I mean, I've been there three times so far, I guess, yes.
1: I think even four, Enrico, maybe? (laughs)
0: four <laughs> probably <laughs> i'm okay. old i start forgetting things yes um and no i, I mean like i always had a good good uh good time there and especially like for uh the guests that you have but always been interesting uh meetings but also for the programming uh the, the programming that you uh usually do so can Tell us a little bit more about that. How 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 many competitions do you have and what else do you screen?
1: Um yes, so of course competition program is uh, the most important part of every film festival I believe. So um at Shortwaves we usually have five competition categories. Uh of course international competition uh, and national competition the big Ones. So what's important, um, we don't limit um, short film category to any genre and style. It's open to animations, documentaries, um, short fictions or experimental forms. Uh, apart from these two main competitions, we also have um, two themed competitions. Something that is very particular or interesting in comparison to other festivals. Uh, one competition is called Urban View and it's dedicated to all film forms, um, which are dealing with the subject of city life, architecture, design, city or environmental issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so very interesting, uh, programming ideas. And the last competition is a brand new competition that we were about to launch this year in March, but, uh, and the selection is ready, but we will only present it for the first time in August. It's a Polish experiment, Polish, uh, sorry, Polish competition of experimental film.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so also a sort of competition, which may suggest which kind of cinema we prefer. Because in general, I would say that short waves, of course, uh, values a lot as st- strong storytelling, but also experimental forms or um, unusual approach toward, um, filmmaking. Is something that we value, Um, especially that in Poland there are many film festivals which are programming, um, which are bigger than us, like Krakow Film Festival. So we made this uh, new competition category also to somehow position ourselves toward Krakow Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: somehow prove that we are maybe slightly more open to um, forms which could be recognized as relevant in um art world not only strictly in film world
0: Uh, apart uh, from competition
1: program mm -hmm.
0: no no i was uh, asking you why it's only polish and not international
1: well um first of all i think um we used to have for a year or two strict uh, um, competition category which was called unexpected dot move and this was Mm -hmm. Uh, international competition which was uh, experimental but um, after this test of this new category we decided that actually we would rather not make such a distinction between the international competition which is the biggest the most prestigious one with um the biggest number of submissions um, that's the Main competition international is lacking something uh, if we take all these experimental films mm-hmm. to a set category. But I think it's a natural um, thing that maybe we will go back to this idea in some years. But now we are starting with showcasing Polish experimental cinema, which has much to offer. And I think it's not that much visible in international short film circuit.
0: Yeah no, I, I agree. mean like uh, also it's good for at least programmers to to know a little bit more about um, these kind of um, um, national programming and and, and, and and finding experimental films is not always easy. I mean
2: Yes.
1: And uh, apart from the competition program, I think there are a couple of, of things uh, happening at shortwaves which are worth mentioning. So, of course, every year we have, um, focus programs. Um, this year we prepared not one, but two focus programs. One is a regional focus. We invited uh, Nicolas Kavas from NDU, um, festival from Lebanon to pre- to prepare for us focus program on, uh, cinematography of Lebanon. And we have also themed programs. And this is some sort of um, theme, which is, Visible in the whole um, festival, not only in focus program but also in special screenings or also in our visual identity, which we hear a lot of. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: and this year theme uh, or festival motto uh, will be fixing the future. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's actually kind of funny that we announced this uh, this um, this this slogan or this festival theme. Uh, last year in July and if we only knew (laughs) what will happen, how much our lives will change, how much everything will change, Mm. Even the festival dates are new at the moment and the whole industry needs to face so many new dilemmas and uh, challenges that I believe that uh, this theme will be even more uh, adequate or needed uh, in a discussion in August. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah I know yeah totally I mean like or you were like a musician that you're able to to really read the future <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah or yeah. yeah I mean like it's uh, no it's it's really Um, a, a thing that it, that's especially right now it's very important I mean um, I would like to ask you about this actually Um, mm-hmm. you had to uh, postpone uh the festival and you had to do it at the very last minute basically i mean like was it like 10 days before one week before
1: oh yes i think uh, the day of of um postpone of the festival i will remember this day <laughs> for the rest of my life definitely uh i i will not lie if i would say that it was the most stressful day in my entire life oh, yeah. uh please try to imagine a situation that on one day you are in a national radio and you have interview and you are inviting uh, audience to your festival and you have everything completely ready. Uh, all the catalogs are printed. All the guests are confirmed. Everything with the venues and stuff, everything is ready. Um, and just a couple of hours later, you get a decision from the local council that the city will be locked down
2: mm-hmm. and
1: Of course, I was following the news. I could see uh, many events being cancelled, big events. But somehow at that time, we only had three cases of coronavirus in Poland. So I have to like admit, it didn't feel at the time that serious. Mm -hmm. You all know that it was kind of domino effect in whole Europe. Countries were closing their borders in panic. Everything was happening very fast. And somehow... Tampere Film Festival. Just a week before us, it happened without any turbulences, so to say. So I have to say, when I when I got this news um, from, I actually got to know about the lockdown of all the cinemas in Poland uh, from the press conference. I didn't got any information before.
0: Mm-hmm. Nothing
1: happened. Two hours later, I had a. Um, I had a meeting with uh, head of the culture department uh, of Poznan. City of Poznan is our main uh, founder. Um, And during that meeting, we had to decide if we will cancel the festival or if we will postpone it. What will be the financial loss for the festival? Um, How are we going to handle the programming? How are we going to handle it on a PR level? It was much stress. It was all happening very fast. After two hours, I had a meeting with my team and I had to announce them that I'm very sorry. It's a heartbreaking news. And again, two hours after the team meeting, we already at 4 p.m., we announced it officially on our social media channels. Uh, it was, of course, as I said, the hardest decision, but it was the only possible decision because, of course, many guests were already canceling before. Of but course.
0: Have Have you ever thought? I mean, like, um, because, um, in the last week or two, basically, um, uh, many festivals got affected. Uh, not only the ones in March, but in April and May, and now June, and so yes. and nobody knows where we when when this domino effect is gonna end.
1: Yeah. it uh, was just like a sparkle because you know we met in uh, Clermont Ferrand, which is the biggest festival. It was just a couple of weeks before yeah. and nobody was really afraid at the time maybe we were somehow discussing that this could be possible uh of course i was as i said i was checking the news but especially in poland uh, with only two cases at the time or without any um, previous history of like public discussion about that we were scared but we didn't really expect that this could happen um but we somehow how to say maybe lost uh with the time because um if we would be just a week earlier the festival could happen but yeah. due to the, our dates uh we had to cancel but we were we were somehow maybe prepared uh, the way that we knew that we have to adapt to a new situation very fast so my team uh, was kind enough to work almost 10 hours uh, that day, or 12 hours uh, without any breaks. Uh, without any breaks, and we were just thinking of what can be solved and what things can we cancel to limit the financial loss as much as possible.
0: Mm. So <laughs> postponing was like the best option. I mean, like canceling would have been way too expensive or or,
1: yes counseling would be much more expensive because of the sponsor involved uh, or the costs we already like uh, we had all the copies all the translation we translate all the things into polish that's a lot of work and everything was ready the the copies were already in cinemas so i have to say uh counseling uh, with so much preparations with the biggest uh, festival edition ever with over 100 events uh, because we, this year we prepared really a lot of special things for, for our audience. And we already started ticket sales, uh, uh, two weeks earlier and we already sold something like, I don't know, 5,000 tickets. So okay. with this sort of numbers, you don't consider canceling it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you just postpone if you, of course, can, because I know that some bigger festivals are just unable to do it. Um, my team is, relatively small but we work all year round so for us this is just going to be another challenge um, and i think this whole coronavirus situation is much of a test for the whole film industry and actually something that maybe we needed to somehow rethink our practices to think about our lifestyle to think about i don't know um, how outdated is this uh festival model mm-hmm. with all this traveling all these gatherings um and i think maybe something good will come out of it in the end
0: no problem but it will be different yeah i, mean, like, I don't know if it's good or, good or bad <laughs> i have no clue yeah. yet but um no but yeah try to be positive let's say <laughs>
1: uh, also enrico i have to say that uh we have to we have to react quickly and it was kind of um, weird for me to see that we canceled and then it was really like a domino effect. I mean, from this um day, just a couple, of day la- couple of days later, Glasgow Film Festival canceled and then Go Short, Oberhausen, all the big festivals which are happening um within next months, yeah. Dresden also postponed it's heartbreaking but this is the only rational thing to
2: do
0: yeah no definitely like uh actually it was kind of yeah funny to see who were who who, was gonna be the islander (laughs) the last one to stand (laughs) Uh, well i
1: think since uh, can is moved to other other uh, dates there is um (laughs) it's official that the virus affected us all uh no matter what size if you are Having your festival. Um, actually, in Poland, now there's a big discussion because it's getting really crowded in autumn. Mm-hmm. and I can already see that many events are collapsing or uh, clashing with the dates. So yeah, I think um, as well as the whole industry, the cinemas are very much infected uh, or affected by the by the virus same with other creative industries i'm very worried so what's the future
0: <laughs> so and you moved to august right what are, what are the new dates
1: our new dates are from 18th to 23rd of august so third week
0: pretty warm um, in so.
1: <laughs> yes um fortunately end of august is actually very nice in poland it's not so warm anymore it's usually very sunny so we're going to take advantage of this new opening and uh, new dates. And we will, for instance, for the first time, uh, make some open-air cinema. At at the moment, I think we have about 25 uh, open-air screenings uh, scheduled. Mm-hmm. And we have perfect locations uh, for that. Poznan is a city by the river, so um, all the entertaining late-evening screenings um, because I think it's worth mentioning that our festival is pretty much audience oriented and we have several sections, which which is just um, um, more or less um, something for regular uh, cinema goers. You don't need to be um, very much oriented toward experimental cinema to take part in short waves. Um, And I think this is a new opening and this can give us some new options also regarding sponsors also regarding maybe moving also towards screening feature films, which has always been discussed in my team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say I'm kind of optimistic of although of course it's gonna be very hard to reschedule the whole calendar. Uh, we need to open the submissions for edition 2021. Uh, much preparations for the summertime with smaller team because as you can imagine some people had to finish their contracts as we planned by the end of March. So now we will have to make the actual festival with a smaller team. But also I really uh, would like to thank everyone uh, who contacted me right after our decision because the, um, the situation was even overwhelming. So, many, um, so much positivity and people willing to help from all over the Europe Mm-hmm. saying that we are all in this situation together, that if we need any help. Also, many people declared that if the borders are open, they are just waiting until they can travel again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, Don't tell yeah. me, I would say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Um, so, so I believe that uh, the whole industry will recover. It's going to take time until we accept this new normality. But... Um, I guess we are all very creative people, very open-minded, so we will um, face these consequences somehow and adapt to
2: the situation. Yeah, I
0: mean, like, you were kind of fast in deciding what to do, and, like, being, okay, let's move it to August, and let's do, uh, uh, like, a a new edition of the festival, and and re- set it uh, yeah. using new possibilities as you said like uh out, outdoor screenings and it, it, it's i thing. can give
1: one more example about uh, of our flexibility or creativity um because um Shortwave festival is also kind of famous for um, i would say our abilities to come up with new ideas and um, we really like to work not only with um, cinema screen but also with space mm-hmm. and uh, we usually program not only in cinemas but also in different spaces uh, very often our opening uh, ceremony or other events is a site-specific um, event which involves also working with space but also as you know yourself Enrico as you cooked uh, last yes. year in one of our very famous random home cinema screenings yeah. um it's just a very quick information. Next year, or sorry, this year, uh, we're gonna not organize random home cinema, so screenings in someone's apartments. We're gonna have random garden cinema. Oh, nice. That's
2: nice. <laughs> so
1: very cozy, secret screenings uh, in the backyards, uh, which are somehow a specialty of Poznan, secret gardens in big buildings. And we will make very cozy, nice outdoor screenings with special selections, special guests. Maybe this time not cooking, but a barbecue
2: or other Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> outdoor cooking. Yeah, why not? Yeah. There, we? Nice.
1: So those events, they are mostly meant not only to present uh top quality films, but also to bring people together and create opportunity uh to exchange, to also talk to film curators, to socialize or um, be together around um, a certain situation that we are able to create as curators
0: mm-hmm. that's good I mean like you know I, actually it's like the, in this situation you're seeing a lot of opp- opportunities I, I would say so it's uh, it's good um, I have um, a question now about um, um, your role and and the team you, were t- well, you you spoke a lot about your team. And uh, you 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 are kind of uh, fond of your team, it looks like. Uh, and, and so can you tell me a little bit more about what you do and what your team uh, uh, does uh, and how many people are in the team and what they do?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is my also <laughs> uh, kind of um, left-wing attitude that I never believe that... You can do any um, any how to say um, meaningful event or project by yourself. You always need a team. And people who think that they they can do project uh, by themselves, I think they are very naive. And um, yes, so basically, Shortwave Festival is organized by Art the Foundation of Culture Education. It's a non-governmental organization which was founded already back in 2003 um and this organization is its goal is um to promote valuable cinema in uh different forms uh and reach different audiences and create um a form of meeting around good content and we do it uh, mostly by our main project which is short festival but also by some other activities which are all around and um I would say that we have um, for 15 years already, we established um, short film distribution,
2: mm-hmm. which
1: yes. is a big source of our um, like activity or visibility in the country. And also it allows us to have all year round events in Poznan, which are somehow keeping the bus around short film going all year round. Um so we distribute a couple of short film programs in up to 50 cities per month, uh, which is quite a lot.
0: Um, Indeed, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, apart from film distribution, we also promote Polish cinema abroad. Uh, for a couple of years, we had a program or project called Polish Wave reaching several cities um, in Europe and uh, all around the globe. Um, also in Poznan, we are quite active not only on the film programming area or uh, in the area of making a film festival. We also do outdoor cinema during uh, summertime. That's why I'm not at all afraid of um, outdoor cinema as a part of Shortwave Festival because for, I think, four years now, we've been um, programming uh, feature films, mostly documentaries uh, on uh, contemporary artists in public space of Poznan. Uh, as well as film education and some small events made for commercial partners, universities, basically we have like very full portfolio and uh, like several projects uh, completed with different partners but um, all this these programs or these projects, it sounds maybe that we are very busy, but we make all these things happen with quite a small team,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I would say. Um, because on daily basis, uh, until end of this month, there were five of us full-time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: plus people working with us as freelancers or interns. Um, so maybe in a peak time Around December or January, uh, it's about, I would say 12 to 15 people coming to the office. And of course, the closer to festival, the more people is involved. And in the end, there are maybe 30 of us plus the volunteers, but on daily basis is from three to five people. Uh, and I think it's very much worth mentioning that we are all relatively young. Um, so also me as a festival director right. are, I'm 30, and I know it's not very common because, um, as you know yourself, uh, most of the festival directors in Europe are male and uh, over 45. <laughs> I, would say. I don't want to be mean, but uh, that's the reality. It's uh, definitely changing, which is nice, I think, for the whole industry. But, um, there's definitely a new wave of programmers, festival directors somehow taking over and slightly reshifting the the current condition of short
0: film industry yeah i mean like in, in, in i mean it seems to me that especially in the short film world there's a lot of women actually working and in, um in festivals uh but but yeah probably you're right the, the majority of these women is not is not festival directors it's usually yes. main programmers or programmers or head of industry or other roles. Yes, uh, but but not um, festival directors in that sense. So, but but compared to the feature film world, word, I would yeah, say that much more progress. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But because probably there is no money involved or not that amount yeah. of money. Actually, it, it's sad. I mean, it's totally sad. But uh, but. But yeah, I think also it's one of the reasons why there's so many women there. Uh, because like, uh, again, it's all about money and and yeah, I mean, like we, know, we know the patriarchy inside the, the industry very well. But
1: it's changing. As I said, I see many festivals uh, um, introducing equality policy and uh, opening their selection committees. And changing the structure of management within the festival, I think it's very important that uh, the more democratic are the festivals um, from the inside, the, the more democratic they are on the outside. So um, I don't. I think that the the role of a festival director also changed a bit because it's not anymore um, a system of superstars being the the key leading figure. It's more about solid team, taking decisions together and adapting to uh, the reality which is changing very fast. Of course, I have to represent my festival. I have to lobby for it. There is much work on both national, regional, and international level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think this this job really requires some sort of, I would say, toughness or
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, also some self-stamina not to... Give up uh, on many occasions where people try to degrade you or make your qualifications uh, smaller than they are, in fact. Uh, But I really like politics in general, so I don't mind. Uh, I'm very open for discussion always, and I see how much of actual good change a person can achieve by creating a well functioning NGO organization and creating a film festival which actually has some impact on your local community
0: no you, i mean like um I, I agree i mean i agree with you uh, um uh, actually the fact that also you are a strong team it's kind of evident if you uh, go to uh show waves and you can see it and you can feel it actually uh very very much um, and as well because um it's easy uh, also to find uh, people from show waves at different festivals i mean like you travel uh, and you go to several different festivals but also you can find other people from Showwaves going to uh, other festivals and representing the festival there while if, if you can't go or or, or somebody else uh, you know can go the... yes
1: I, I have to say it's very important in our team but um, I think this is happening more and more as some sort of standard within the industry that if you want your team to somehow know how to organize, produce, or even promote a film festival, let them go abroad. Uh, each festival director probably receives much more invitations than, than, or many more invitations that you can handle. And it's nice to allow your team uh, to travel. And uh, when my my team is traveling, every time when they uh, get back, uh, I see so much of good um, discussions, bringing many interesting films, inviting filmmakers uh, and so on uh, and also it's nice to see that uh, after a couple of years um, programmers of short ways are also invited as juries it's not always the festival director receiving all the invitations but it's a big network there's a space for everyone
0: no no definitely like it's uh, i think you're one of the teams that i've seen well your team is one of uh the ones that I've seen the most around festivals, I mean like, and especially in terms of how you are, you're very good in uh, advertising that, uh, and the fact that you travel and that you bring the name of the festivals abroad, of the festival abroad, um, yeah. and to other different uh, festivals, big or small, I mean like, and, and then you're really good in, in, in showing it uh, online uh, in your social media.
1: That's another thing that I think is quite important or interesting about shortwaves that we are very focused on communication, both external and internal. So for us, uh, changing our working habits into remote work, <laughs> we were ready. We were using all these tools before. And uh, I treat social media uh, or media in general as a very natural environment and I think it's the same with, with my team. Um, that's we all really feel that, um, without um, communication established, uh, well, in social media, it's, it's very hard to reach our audience, which is in, uh, I would say one third, it's under 25 years old. So it's a relatively, oh. yes, relatively young audience. Of course, not only because we also have, um, older uh, audience or even we program special screening for seniors Mm -hmm. and other other uh, age groups but um, this is also relatively cheap communication um, through internet it's cheaper than big um, outdoor campaigns it's cheaper than any printed advertisement so if you are creative you can again find nice solutions nice solutions to talk about your festival the way you want to talk about it. Because if you work with other media, the message can be sometimes delivered in a different way.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And um, those tools are very natural for us. And um, also the whole graphic design of shortlist is very carefully prepared to meet uh, the standards of the internet communication these days.
0: And and uh, who does that? I mean, like, because it's always interesting, as you said. I mean, like, it's always interesting. So it, it's always the same person doing that, or
1: actually, we had uh, the same graphic design studio for eleven years. Okay. Um, and this studio is actually um, it used to be the part of Adarte Foundation. So our roots are also somehow mm-hmm. we are rooted in in graphic design. Um, but this studio is now one of the most influential one in Poland. They are getting more and more, uh, commercial also in a way. They have to deal with bigger clients. Um, and this at the same time, shortwaves is a bigger and bigger client because the festival is more and more complex every year with more sections. So our needs were also growing. So this year, we decided to, for the first time, change uh, graphic designer behind our visual identity. You can maybe see it when you compare the the previous editions. The new one is much more futuristic. It's also much more into um, internet uh, aesthetics, Mm -hmm. I would say. Uh, And this was actually made by um, a girl who is... um, graduating graphic design only this year so this was her first big um first big um project or design uh, or branding campaign ever made Mm. so we had to work with her very closely to meet our needs but i think that result is pretty impressive and i definitely want to continue this cooperation with her
0: no, yeah, I mean, like, uh, it, as I said, it's it's always impressive, like how, how how good your communication is, and 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 the graphic design is always peculiar, and you can really recognize it very well in, in terms of, uh, yeah, graphic, in terms of even gadgets. I mean, like but you. but
1: I would also say that uh, everybody who works at film festivals uh, would agree that it's very hard to communicate what we, the programmers, have in our minds. We have several sections, and each section is for us equally important. So you have to somehow build a system of communication, Mm -hmm. some sort of symbols which are guiding the audience. So actually, uh, the usability of the graphic design and uh, the marketing is also very important, and you, you cannot forget about that. But yes, I'm happy to see our festival bags traveling. No matter to which festival, festival, film festival I go, I can always meet someone wearing our famous black festival backpack. <laughs> it's very nice.
0: No, that, that was really a, 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 a it, I would say, <laughs> in terms of like how much people loved it. So so that's good. I mean, like, no, that, that's also one of the, uh, Peculiar things of the festival. I mean, like, I mean, of course, like the film, of course, like the programming, of course, like the industry, and, but, but also all these communication, um, ability that you have. I think it's very important. And I, I'm pretty sure that you are, um, like an example for other festivals and, and, and for other organizers that look at you in terms of like, okay, they did this and we can do some similar things or we can rearrange some 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 ideas that you have in order to uh, to, to to fit more the, the territory uh, another festival is set so
1: but i think uh, we are somehow privileged because uh, we have to maybe i have to underline the size of my festival because shortwaves uh it's it's a festival which still has a human scale mm-hmm. because it's 6 days around 250 films and the total audience is about 10,000 visitors, including around 150 guests uh, in total with, uh, from, from Poland and abroad. So it's still a size of a festival, which is, um, that I usually say that most of our guests have opportunity to meet back in the days uh, with a handshake now. Maybe we're just waving to each other uh, to avoid the human contact. But uh, it's not very big festival. Of course, um, it, as I said, it's about 100 events uh, because also a lot of uh, education activities or industry meetings, uh, stuff like, uh, like that. But uh, still, uh, it's a size of a city and the size of a festival, which makes you feel very comfortable. You are not overwhelmed. And with this sort of project, you can still work much on this sort of uh, coherence of the whole thing, meaning uh, the communication, graphic design, the bigger the festival, the more problematic it becomes.
0: But I, I think, yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, but I think also that you're kind of big right now. I mean, like, of, of course, in as a show film festival, um, you can't compare... Show waves to uh, just, just to say, you know, Poland, Krakow, uh, for instance, because, but, but of, uh, of course, they are two different festivals in that sense. I mean, like, Krakow is, it's, it, it, apart from being old, uh, it's, it's a feature film festival, basically. Um, but in terms for being a show film festival, show waves is one of the, of the biggest in, 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 in terms of audience. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you have a lot of audience and, um, you might have less industry than other festivals, probably, but not that less. Um, I mean, there are other festivals in even bigger countries than Poland that have less industry or, or less people going to see the festival, which, uh, I mean, it's fine, of course. But, but so, in my opinion, in sure, is it's it's, it's really a really good hub where to go and have, having really good meetings, which uh, is also part of the festival life. Well, let's see if it's gonna be like this in the future as well, in terms of Enough going. Books, yes. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I mean, like in general, if like yeah. if going and having meetings at the festivals would be s- still a thing in the future or not, it would be less, and or more things will be, you know, go through internet or something. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like so far, I mean, it was a really good up where to go and have these, uh, you know, uh, yeah, interesting meeting with people. Um I would like now to ask you a little bit more about yourself and what's your career and how did you arrive and like uh, being the the director of Shore Waves because um you as you said it's just your second year right this this year yes. but you've been working for Shore Waves a little bit more
1: Yes um so Basically, um, I would have to say that my career path (laughs) in short film circuit is not so long. I would say it's relatively short, but uh, things went pretty fast. Um, So my background is more, I would say, like naturally, I am more connected to visual arts. That was always my main field of interest. I graduated um, philosophy at a university in Krakow. I have always been a very dedicated audience to Krakow, uh, Krakow Film Festival. I think I, I haven't skipped um, a single edition for something like, I don't know, 14 years or something. Okay, so
2: well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, apart from philosophy, I also, um, studied cultural management with uh, a sort of, um, leading path in museology so i was much more into actually art curation and that was my first um uh, career moments mm-hmm. um i was um very into film and any um, like video art and things like that but i actually never really thought that i will um end up working in film circuit and still it's um sometimes very surprising uh, for me how natural it became in the end um because i moved to poznań uh now i think uh, eight years ago yeah
0: because you're not originally from poznań yeah. right? i
1: i i come from silesia and then i moved after i graduated uh, studies in Krakow. i moved to, to poznań and uh, i started first working in a local cinema as a projectionist but also person uh, having something to say uh, about the the, the, the program, but it, as you know, in this art house cinemas, you do everything. You sell tickets, you, you suggest films and clean the floor in, by the end of the day. <laughs> and I was already very much uh, into the short film programs, which were screened at the cinema. And that was my first, uh, actual, uh, encounter with, uh, at Arte, the foundation. And a year later, I got a job in the foundation, firstly as a person, um, dealing with film distribution
2: mm-hmm.
1: so and it was actually a first uh, encounter uh with of mine with Shimon the founder of um adarte foundation and a person who actually uh taught me everything uh from the um from his completely different attitudes uh, than than i i have but um he's a Um, great figure of short film and i and i think many people know him because he has been passionate about short films for yeah 15 years now um so i started uh, working with distribution and i remember this very particular project of mine that i had uh which was a distribution worldwide of um, polish shirts Mm -hmm. and uh, shimon himself was telling me how to deal with this uh, this project and I asked him how many uh, screenings uh, does he expects uh, of me to make, and he said, "Ah, about 100." <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he really didn't mean it. I think he was joking. But I was this very um, polite intern, and I thought, "Okay, <laughs> I will make it 100." And I made 50 screenings, uh, 50 screenings outside Poland, and 50 within the country, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he was really um, like, what the hell (laughs) surprised by, by my result. And he took a closer look and uh, (laughs) they decided that maybe since I'm so highly motivated um, and also from the very beginning, we somehow were discussing the films as well. And uh, they realized, or I realized that short film is actually something really for me because I already uh, work with some uh, video art and, The profile of the programming uh, in AdArte was very um, similar, I would say. So I stayed within uh, within the um, organizations, uh, firstly also as some sort of program intern, dealing with um, small production tasks, supporting program department, then joining selection committee. And after a year and a half becoming a programmer, And after another year becoming head of programming and after four years um, since Shimon, the previous festival director, really wanted to step back. And he somehow thought I'm ready after four years, multiple festivals visited and uh, also with my mm, highly developed organizational skills that I'm ready to take over. Uh, But it was a very smooth um, transition, I think, for the two of us especially that he's still uh, in the team as a concept designer programmer and a person bringing very much into the organization still so after five years uh i don't even know uh where's the time it passed so fast and this short film circuit feels so natural and there are so many projects still to develop that i'm really um I can see myself still doing uh, my job for a couple more years. A
0: couple, but definitely, a
1: couple. Yes, but definitely I don't think I, I could do the same job for mm. more than a decade. And since it's been already a couple of years uh, in Adarta, I'm very open to, to new things as well. But fortunately, as you know, the reality keeps surprising us and we need to stay flexible and we cannot... Um, um, really get used to the things that we have around us because they change uh, so fast.
0: Yeah, definitely so quickly, especially lately. <laughs> yes. But So what what's your, I don't know, if you, I call it a plan or aim for the future? So you said like a couple of more years like this and then, well, if everything oh, yeah. stays more or less the same, of course, and then... <laughs>
1: Well, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say anything original. I uh-huh. think most of the festivals directors. Um, well, I just started, so I, maybe my couple of years. Um, uh, it, it's, it's actually more than than just a couple. Mm-hmm. So within, uh, let's say, next five or maybe up to ten years, I really would like to um, still develop Shortways Festival as a festival which is recognized uh, as a festival with good quality programming and with stability uh, financial stability for the team mm-hmm. because it's um of course it's there's like in general no money in short film but there are def- there is definitely money in film festivals or in film culture and uh, taking that into account i think there's quite a chance to develop um a festival with like healthy work work uh, environment with people who can uh, develop creative ideas. And uh, I wish we could develop the industry part a bit more mm-hmm. because for a couple of years we were hosting European Short Pitch, a big industry event. Now, since um, since 2019, we don't uh, organ- co-organize um, European Short Pitch anymore. And I miss this big event with so many guests coming to, to the festival and pitching their projects so we will have to find also a way or a strategy to provide a good talent development uh, program, not only audience uh, audience uh, activities. Uh, and yeah, of course, it would be nice to find a festival which is um, which is balanced the way it's also ecological friendly. It involves some online tools or online solutions uh, to somehow um, meet the standards of uh, today. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I hope people will still enjoy so much what we do,
2: mm-hmm. because
1: definitely every time when I see all the screenings being sold out, I, I feel, okay, we are doing a great job. The reviews are nice. Audience is happy. What else could we do?
2: Awesome.
1: Um, I think there are still many things to improve and also projects on the international level that could be nice for short waves in future.
0: Well, in my humble opinion it sounds more like a five to ten years plan than than two years plan actually so i think you will be there for more than two years actually no but yeah, it sounds very I'm nice not actually going
1: anywhere i'm not going anywhere that's for sure um, especially start... at this moment <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm just saying that uh, people like me are never liking the routine and uh, actually when i when i see people who who have been doing um, exactly the same things for i know that every edition of the festival is different but if you work in the same organization for 15 20 years uh i believe maybe you also need some changes um for yourself to feel more um happy with what you do and more satisfied with your daily job
0: no i'm totally agree i mean like uh, i totally agree um um i th- i think uh, sometimes it, it it's 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 necessary to put fresh, fresh blood into, uh, teams. Especially, I mean, like the the can be the same, but you know, getting new ideas from from new people, it's uh, vital, I would say. Or also, I mean, like doing what Shimon did, of like, okay, I'm stepping down as as a director, but I can. Uh, still be still be part of of a team uh, in terms of like giving something to other people and develop special projects or, or so on. So it's uh, I mean like it it probably it's the best thing for the events.
2: Also,
1: I think I'm in a very privileged position because uh, short is my main source of income. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it, it's my full time job. Of course, apart from that, I have some small size jobs I try to cut them but there are more and more every year <laughs> uh, some free run, freelance programming uh, now I'm also gonna start teaching at university at uh, creative video production and um, there's also politics that I'm much involved in mm-hmm. and many different things uh, that are very interesting um, So I think it's it's a big privilege that still uh, being a festival director can be a full time job, um, as well as for two other people from my team um, being full time film programmers. I think it's it's a nice opportunity to develop your skills and focus on your work.
0: Oh, so for- basically it's now uh, so it's three people working full time. Yes.
1: Full-time at the moment. It used to be five, but now because of these changes in the calendar, uh, two other people had to leave. Um, I think we will replace maybe one of them. So maybe it will be four people full-time all year round. But it's very hard to say because some people have temporary contracts or half-time contracts or there are many interns because it's also our mission to train people. And I really like that. I, I... Never think in my life that I would like training um, and people so much. It's actually something I I like a lot. Um, but yeah, now it now it's it's three people full time, and let's see what's next.
2: Yeah,
1: if my budget will allow me, because as as you know, if with this now I have basically two festivals edition in one year. So
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you have to rethink uh, of twenty twenty one. Um, well, you you told me something before about the 2021. You want to say it or
1: yes, we are considering moving our dates permanently into August. Um, maybe it's not 100% sure, but we are thinking about that uh, to keep the summer dates also for edition 21 and 22. Spring is extremely busy with short film festivals, we are all knowing that pain of traveling constantly
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, summer is less busy and uh, as well as the local culture, culture uh, calendar here in Poznan so I think this could be this little crisis we have at the moment could be a beginning of something new and something good and positive uh, in the end
0: so basically you're you're gonna go against all the Italian festivals <laughs>
1: oh yes and i know that there are more than 300 of them um, especially in the summer Also <laughs> in the summer and i i last year i was a jury in concordo uh, we also met there enrico as you know and i really enjoyed my time there but i really felt this italian vibe being something extremely opposite to my nature because <laughs> these temperatures staying up so long, eating so late is very not uh, my style. So I will I know. have to make I know, I know. <laughs> my habits um, um, for the um, for the festival week uh, in August and make it more summery. But I don't want to make just outdoor screenings. Uh, as I said, 25 events outside, but still around uh, 40 inside and also a couple of events spread not only in the festival week, but some things will happen online before the festival. Some things will happen after the festival because um, we had some serious preparations uh, done for events which were supposed to happen in a very specific place, in a very specific time, and you cannot really move them into summer, summer period. Uh, but I think it's okay for our audience to maybe have more culture available during the whole week or how, sorry, whole year, um, not just in one week.
0: Okay, cool. Okay, um, I think we arrived at the, my favorite question of all, the one that closes the podcast. And uh, the question is, who is Shooming Corner?
1: <laughs> oh, I wish I knew. <laughs> this, this page is really uh, bringing much joy to me and my colleagues uh, every day
0: uh Mm -hmm. i have
1: a couple of suspects i have to say and actually you were one of them (laughs) i don't know if you are aware
0: yeah i know i know i know i mean like Um, it's it's something that
1: i think first of all it's a team i don't think it's a one person Mm -hmm. uh but i don't know if you ever know who's behind that
0: okay because now i i know that people think i am one of the suspects but uh as I always say i'm not that smart for being the show in corner that w- maybe,
1: maybe the series of your podcasts will actually um help us to get
0: yeah no, i know I, I hope so actually that's like no not <laughs> i hope so i mean like it would be fun but uh, i actually have to say that recently a few people told me uh, that they were thinking about you oh yeah that's
1: very interesting theory, yep. I'm also very flattered, but unfortunately, yep. I don't have time for this. you know <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had, and of course, it's always as I said, it's
0: very flattering if someone mm-hmm. is pinning
1: it to me, but unfortunately, I have to disappoint you. <laughs> no breaking news
0: <laughs> i mean like it, it yeah it's it's it, it's something that recently it was like, oh, it was a million it's like it might be a no <laughs> and i was like no and then i was thinking like oh, might be i don't know i will ask her <laughs> so. <laughs> so
1: no unfortunately
0: not okay well i don't know if i believe you but it's okay yeah well uh thank you so much emilia thank you for the conversation thank
1: you for a lovely conversation um it was a great opportunity
0: yeah i hope, well i, I wish we could have this. done it live actually but uh it's uh it's uh it's good that we managed to do, to do it uh in online and i'm looking forward to come to pottenham and in, in august
2: you are
1: as always welcome
0: thank you so much thank you very much bye-bye bye-bye Short Talk is a podcast by Talking Shorts. Hosted, produced and edited by Enrico Vannucci. Music by Imuna Ciali.